So let's go into the Law of One. This is session 32. And this was received February 27, 1981. We have 16 Q&A between Don and Ra. And uh, here we're moving into a, a deeper discussion of um, sexual energy transfer and in a very detailed approach uh, looking at sexual transfer, energy transfers associated with chakra each by, by ray uh, uh, from red to violet. And we did this a little bit where the, Ra talked about the, the randomness of the red ray transfer leading to fertilization, that there's always red ray transfer of some sort. It may or may not lead to fertilization or pregnancy. Uh, we're also going to get into discussion of wanders, which is very nice, and more about the uh, chakras and the nature of green ray itself. So 32.0, the greeting, Ra, in brackets, for some reason, maybe the tape didn't get it. Ra says, I am Ra, I greet you in the love and the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. And again, this is uh, received February 27, 1981, about uh, 34 years ago. So 32.1, Don asks a question uh, that was from Jim, that is about Carla, about her body, um, after having taken LSD some time ago in the series. She did this once, and it was, a discussed, it was discussed in a previous session. The question, Don says, uh, I have a little question I will throw in at this point from Jim. I will read it. The instrument's physical complex, meaning Carla's physical body complex, the instrument's physical complex is now in the process of recovery from taking a chemical. She was ignorant of the opening that she was creating, uh, the metaphysical opening. How can each of the three of us present be more aware of how such openings may be created in our actions and thoughts? Is it possible that we could make such openings innocently as we question in certain areas during these sessions? And then, what can we do to protect ourselves from distorting influences in general? Is there any ritual or meditation that we use? So it's all about protection, metaphysical self-protection. And the process by which metaphysical openings or vulnerability is established by a person un unwittingly, by um, uncareful or unskillful action in some way, making an opening for negative entities to, uh, to make trouble for us. Ra says, uh, although we are in sympathy with the great desire to be of service, exemplified by this question, our answer is limited by the distortion of the way of confusion. The way of confusion is the law of free will. And um, <clears throat> that's one of the only, uh, Ra is the only source that I know that equates the law of free will with the law of confusion or way. Law and way are used interchangeably. And that's the same with the word dhamma or dharma in Buddhism. It can be called truth or law or way. Uh, and so uh, a law is really a principle. And it could be understood as a way um, by which um, cosmic life is ordered. So Ross says, we shall say some things, some general things which may be of service in this area. What they said was very useful, actually. Firstly, 
when this instrument, Carla, distorted its bodily complex towards low vital energy due to this occurrence, the taking of uh, LSD, I think, it was a recognizable substance which caused this. This was not a, shall we say, natural substance, nor was the mind-body-spirit complex enough aware of its distortion towards physical weakness, meaning she didn't know that she was in a weakened condition from the start. It wasn't a natural substance, too. Ra goes on, the natural ways of everyday existence in which the entity, without the distortions caused by, the, by ingestion of strongly effective chemicals, may be seen to be of an always appropriate nature. There are no mistakes, including the action of this instrument. So, in this first paragraph, Ra is saying that uh, she didn't, it wasn't a natural substance, uh, she didn't know that she had low energy condition to begin with, meaning aware of her distortion towards physical weakness. Uh, why it's a recognizable substance? It was a recognizable substance, but not a natural substance. I'm not really kind of sure what that means. Uh, the natural ways of everyday existence, meaning normal life, in which an entity without distortions caused by ingestion of strongly effective chemicals, meaning without the uh, damage uh, or distortion caused by taking such a chemical, um, the natural ways of everyday existence may be seen to be of an always appropriate nature. And so, uh, is this inappropriate because it's not a uh, natural substance? Well, you can say that it's not a natural substance, but uh, in a way, everything is appropriate. And Ross is saying that this is just what happened. And um, we can say that there are no mistakes, even if it's an unusual situation out of what is easily seen as um, everyday existence or being always appropriate or natural, you know, the natural way of life. Uh, even the unnatural and the anomalous and uh, what is is quite, you know, an, an exceptional experience or occurrence can still be considered no mistake. Uh, and this is, you know, again, also related to the law of karma. People make choices. <laughs> it may be unusual, but you chose it. Or somehow it was co-created. Anyway, the second paragraph, Ross says, secondly and this is, I think, more important, the means of protection against any negative or debilitating influence for those upon the positive path was demonstrated by this instrument to a very great degree. Consider, if you will, the potentials that this particular occurrence had for negative influences to enter the instrument. This instrument thought upon the creator in its solitude and in actions with other self continually praised and gave thanksgiving to the Creator for the experiences it was having. This, in turn, allowed this particular entity to radiate to the other self such energies as became a catalyst for an opening and strengthening of the other self's ability to function in a more positively polarized state. Thus we see protection being very simple. Give thanksgiving for each moment. See the self and the other self as Creator. Open the heart. Always know the light and praise it. This is all the protection necessary. So, uh, let's deconstruct that or unpack this. 
number one, she uh, demonstrated um, the proper or a proper or a valid means of protection <clears throat> by uh, how she handled the situation. This is protection against a negative influence or debilitating influence or a bad person or a bad situation or a harmful influence or a negative entity, meaning a psychic attack. What did she do? Well, obviously, Ross says that, you know, this particular occurrence, taking the chemical, the drug, and um, opening her energy fields in ways that she didn't understand and lowering vitality, surely had... Um, you know, potential for negative entity to come in, obviously. Uh, this can happen in many situations, of course, where there's an opening. Uh, but what did she do? Well, what she did is not necessarily what you need to do or me. She did her thing her way, which is reestablished balance and connection and centering, spiritual centeredness, spiritual... Uh, resonance or energy resonance with her with her source with her being with um, that which is beyond distortion and we need to do that in our own ways it's not you can't just slap on somebody else's solution to yourself um, because each person is different so what did she do she thought upon the creator in its solitude meaning in her solitude alone she thought about God or the Creator, and in relation to other selves, she praised and gave thanksgiving or gave thanks to Creator for the experience she was having. She was appreciative of the experience. She didn't blame anyone. She didn't blame herself. She didn't blame the other people. She didn't blame God or something like that. She gave thanks. She had gratitude. She had real gratitude, even though um, it was a very disorienting or upsetting process. So in the midst of being upset and uh, unwell and knowing that, that there was some trouble and danger, she still gave thanks and had gratitude uh, and didn't turn to uh, self-pity or resentment or blame. She didn't turn negative against anybody. Uh, and um, she realized that everything was good. It's all good. Now, that's very hard to do in the moment, but she, um, you know, is very God-centered in some ways, or has been. So, Ross says that that, in turn, that um, unconditional gratitude and praise and appreciation, um, which is, you know, one way of handling extreme emotional states, too, is to realize that it's good that I'm having this, um, even if it was uh, a catalyst for some uh, by some catalyzed by some unfair action, some unfair treatment of me by someone else, uh, this uh, upsetting set of emotions is mine. I made it, and not that I like it or I want it, but I have some appreciation for it being uh, because I also take responsibility for my side of it. You know, just because. Uh, somebody did something which they're responsible for doesn't mean that I have to have this terribly upset reaction, but I do. I made it. You didn't make it. So somebody can, you know, we can see this in our own life. 
in the past somebody, uh, you know, what, what might have been upsetting to us in the past may not be upsetting to us today, even though the catalyst of the person's unfair or, or unkind treatment of us may be the same. But we have a different reactivity <clears throat> because we can process or um, we have more love wisdom. We, we are aware of more love wisdom. So, from her um, overarching gratitude and, and praise or thanksgiving or gra uh, appreciation for what was going on, even though it was upsetting, she then was able to radiate by that. She was radiating uh, to others energies that became catalyst for opening and strengthening of the other's ability to function more positively, uh, which means uh, she was by that energetic of gratitude, which I think is very much a fourth, fifth, sixth chakra integration, not only love-based, but love-wisdom-based too, like forgiveness. That The radiation of that uh, can be catalyst for others' self-benefiting too. And so that state of mind or being, or consciousness, energy, radiating, was catalyst for the, for the others to help themselves in a positive way. And so, Ra considers protection simple and says, first is gratitude, or give thanksgiving for each moment. Give thanksgiving really means <laughs> to give thanks. And see the self and other self as creator, right? Self, you know, there's like the exercises Ra gave. Look in the mirror, see the creator. Look in another self, see the creator. Uh, Nityananda said, you know, uh, all beings are God, every being is God. This is true. Uh, it's very hard to do when people are totally identified with their body and their personality and they're committed to uh, domination, control, manipulation, deception, norm, and destructiveness and don't want your kindliness. Lots of folks like that in this world, you know or they don't want your help. So, can you see them as creator even though they don't want your help? The matter is, can you see yourself as a creator? <laughs> and it's not just, you know, you see again, Ra says, see the self, see the creator, look in the mirror, see the creator. You can do it with an intellectual approach and say, okay, I look in the mirror, oh, see the creator, I see the creator, hmm, what is that, me? That's because uh, intellectual, uh, you know, there, there is no deep transformation run by the intellectual. There may be um, comprehension, there may be solution to paradox or confusion of particular issues. But in terms of deep level uh, transformation, uh, where the person can truly walk in forgiveness, can truly walk in uh, thanksgiving or gratitude, um, spiritual gratitude for what is. This is not done by a, a thought-based act of will. It just doesn't work. So one has to release all that is an obstruction to the desired state of mind. And so that is open the heart. <laughs> That's the way of opening the heart. So opening the heart in the long run means being really, really honest with myself about my process, being really, really honest with oneself about one's emotional flow, 
one's responsibility for co-creating situations, at least as far as we can see, and our confusion. Like, how can this be fair? How can I have be, how can I be responsible in any way for this? It seems, you know, what did I do to deserve this? Well, the problem is just that it's not visible from a, a, a current incarnational viewpoint. That's the problem. And, you know, the skeptics will say, oh, you're just making that up. And we can say, yeah, that's fine. But, you know, absence of proof is not proof of absence. There's no proof of reincarnation, past lives, and karmic carryover. No proof. Fine. If you want proof, you can leave. However, uh, there may be truth without proof, and many things are real that are not yet proven. <laughs> so, there you go. But uh, the problem with, with gratitude <clears throat> uh, and thanksgiving for situations that we think are awful, and they may be, obviously, and there's a dragonfly listening on my windowsill, just sitting there listening. It's <laughs> great. Uh, the difficulty with forgiveness is the same as the difficulty with giving thanks or uh, unconditional gratitude or giving praise to the Creator or praise and, and appreciation that this is as is. The difficulty is not seeing uh, the causal basis or uh, our responsibility or our portion of responsibility in the causation of the experience. It seems so unfair. It just seems unfair. We can say it's just not fair. <clears throat> well, that's the normal view. It's just not fair. From a current incarnational viewpoint, indeed, it is not fair. However, <laughs> the, current, the dynamics and occurrences and incidents and events of the current lifetime are set in the context of a multi-incarnational a series of lifetimes <clears throat> uh, which are interconnected by uh, the karmic carry-through from past lives. And um, under the watchful eye of higher self, in accord with cosmic plan and the laws of karma and the laws of uh, soul progression and catalyst programming per lifetime. So not being able to see that this lifetime exists within the continuum of multiple incarnations, past to future, in multiple dimensions, actually, uh, in, in accord with a greater cosmic plan, or the plan of soul evolution, the greater cosmic plan in which soul evolution occurs, with laws and with guides, and with requirements for incarnation, and with um, balancing mechanism, energy consciousness balancing, uh, associated with laws like karma. If you don't see that, it's very, very difficult to get to forgiveness and gratitude in a sincere way. And people who think they're in sincere gratitude and thanksgiving may not be, also. And a person may mouth it, <clears throat> or they may... Um, believe themselves to be in real thanksgiving, gratitude, forgiveness, and may not be. Um, so we should be careful about that too. But opening the heart, 
knowing the light, always know the light and praise it. Now you can't just know the light, you can't just say, I know the light, I always know the light and praise it. Okay, I want to always know the light and I want to always praise it. You can't praise it until you always know it, or know it deeply. What is light? Light means wisdom. It means the rightness, or um, the God presence in moment-to-moment -moment experience. God is here. You know, Nityananda said, Saturn is here, Saturn is there, but God is there too. Meaning, there are unfortunate, you know, metaphysical or astrological conditions, but there are higher powers beyond that too. But you can't praise the light or give thanksgiving to the Creator or live in gratitude, appreciation, forgiveness unless you have created the causes for those states of mind. They're just states of mind, okay? They're just samskara. They're just states of mind. They're higher states of mind. and They're, you know, love-wisdom-based, but they're impermanent, and they are... Um, they are the result of causes. And the causes are not uh, <clears throat> an intellectual slapping down of the uh, uh, moral belief that I should be this way. I should be forgiving. I should be thanksgiving. I should be praising the light. I should always know the light. It doesn't work that way. Those, that doesn't cause it to come to be. <clears throat> the, cause that are, the, the causes are uh, opening heart <laughs> and a very radical honesty with oneself uh, <clears throat> with the, the, the totality of our experience. And, uh, and looking in to uh, questions of karma, you know, look into it. How could it be? How could I be co-creating uh, co these situations? How could it be? Who am I? Is this only my lifetime? Is it only? I mean, answer your own goddamn questions, you know? <laughs> I mean, don't just sit there listening, right? <clears throat> You can answer. All the answers and more are within you, not outside you. The outside doesn't. The outside is just a trigger to find the inside. So, answer your own questions. You know, discover the gold. You know, <clears throat> hidden the buried gold in the in in the in the soil of the deep mind, in the ocean of the deep mind. Uh, discover the gold. It's there. <clears throat> so. The, the, the wisdom is available, but one must seek it to then come to know the light and always praise it. So, 32.2. Um, Don said, thank you. I will now continue with, from the material, with the material from day before yesterday. Our subject is how sexual polarity acts as a catalyst in evolution and how to, make best, how to best make use of this catalyst uh, I'll fill in a few gaps that we possibly don't understand. Can you tell me the difference between orange and yellow ray activation? Second and third chakra. I'm going to work up from red right on through to the violet. And we covered red ray, which is really um, a, a, always occurring because of the polarized bodies, male-female, may or may not lead to fertilization. What's the difference between orange and yellow ray activation? Now, we usually think of these as uh, blockages, but uh, the blockages is, are the result of, you know, uh, inadequate activation. Ra explains, <clears throat> and this is a very good, um, deeper 
uh, understanding of the second, the meaning or the functions of the second and third chakras. Ra says, the orange ray is that influence or vibratory pattern wherein the mind-body-spirit expresses its power on an individual basis. Thus, power over others, power, the power over individuals may be seen to be orange ray. This ray has been quite intense among your peoples on an individual basis. You may see in this ray the treating of other selves as non-entities, slaves, or chattel, thus giving other selves no status whatsoever, or whatever. The yellow ray <clears throat> is a focal and very powerful ray and concerns the entity in relation to groups, societies, or large numbers of mind-body-spirit complexes. This orange, and then they corrected themselves, we correct ourselves, the yellow ray, this yellow ray vibration is at the heart of bellicose actions in which one group of entities feel the necessity and right of dominating other groups of entities and bending their wills to the wills of the masters. The negative path, as you would call it, uses a combination of the yellow ray and the orange ray in its polarization patterns. These rays, used in a dedicated fashion, will bring about a contact with intelligent infinity. How about that? The usual nature of sexual interaction, if one is yellow or orange in primary vibratory patterns, is one of blockage and then insatiable hunger due to the blockage. When there are two cells vibrating in this area, the potential for polarization through sexual interaction is begun one entity experiencing the pleasure of humiliation from, and slavery or bondage, the other experiencing the pleasure of mastery and control over another entity. In this way, a sexual energy transfer of a negative polarity is experienced. All right. <clears throat> this is, now we're getting into the real detailed metaphysics of um, negative path sexual energy transfer negative use of second third chakra, uh, ramifications of second third chakra blockage, and a little bit broader view on the nature of second and third chakra function or consciousness. Orange ray, second chakra. It's an influence, it's vibratory pattern. Uh, it's not only, but it does include the person's uh, expression of power one-to-one. -one. Ra also said that second chakra is uh, associated with one's own feelings about self, the personal sense of self, which is mainly feeling-based. First chakra, earth. Second chakra, water. Third chakra, fire. Second chakra includes first in the sense that the energy sphere, the consciousness sphere of higher chakras can be said to include in some way the consciousness sphere of lower chakras. So, first chakra, earth, second chakra, water. Uh, water, uh, associated with emotion, astral plane, uh, associated with a personal feeling-based sense of self, includes the identification with feeling and body. Body one, feeling, emotion two, feeling in this sense being emotion, which is a complex of uh, sensation of body and thinking. So first, so second chakra, orange, is a feeling-based sense of self, and 
how individuals express power over or in relation to others, uh, to other individuals. When there's second-rate blockage, then there is power over individuals, meaning domination, control, one-to-one. -one. And that's, you know, going on in, uh, you know, intimate relationship all the time. That, that is second-rate blockage. Power imbalance or domination or domination uh, submission patterns of individual to individual. That's orange ray blockage. It's been quite intense among uh, humanity on an individual basis. It is individual. And it's uh, very significant. And in fact, Ra has said that many humans have dropped down to a basic primatory, what's what they're calling a primary vibratory pattern of orange ray blockage. And many people have checked out of um, caring about the social group level, um, the, the group formation level of experience, and have become self-centered. That's the me generation, right? Everybody bopping around with a wire in their ear. So uh, this kind of um, contraction of consciousness or attention or concern to the physical, emotional, mental, personality, personal self is, a, is an orange ray blockage in some way um, because it's a kind of um, indifference to others in the one-to-one -one relationship. While a blockage, uh, you know, the normal negatively oriented blockage of second ray would lead to um, domination, you know, all sorts of manipulation, control, over others on an individual basis. And working with the group is a third ray basis or group against group. And so treating others as non-entities, slaves or chattel, giving them no status is, you know, uh, the loveless approach. You know, no love, no respect, no uh, appreciation of their free will. Um, you know, objectifying or denigrating, putting down others. So that's what second ray blockage looks like. And third ray, yellow ray, associated with the fire element, and also uh, group relations, or self and society, self and group, or group and group, uh, concerns the entity in relation to groups, societies, or large numbers of people, we can say. Um, it's at the heart of negative action of group to group. Uh, so like, you know, sports, <laughs> you know, contact uh, team sports are very, uh, can be, very yellow ray blockage activities. And nationalism and uh, identification, you know, you see, that's what's going on with politically correct identifications, right? I am, you know, uh, of this oppressed minority, and I'm proud to be of my group affiliation, but that's a level of self-identification that doesn't see <laughs> higher levels or the greater expansion of, of who we really are. That's an identification with body or uh, personality choice. And um, negatives, you know, encourage that kind of low-level identification and divisiveness. And so... Um, second, third-ray blockage associated with uh, groups that believe that they have the right to dominate other groups, right? Every, every group on Earth is sort of that way. 
not necessarily that they're always dominating, but they have a superiority complex, often. Our way is the only way. Our group is the best group. Join our group, you know, vote for me and uh, I'll set you free. Uh, our group, our way is the, the way, and um, this is really all over the place with uh, these 3D Earth repeaters. So, uh, negative path, obviously, uses a combination of yellow ray and orange ray blockage in polarization. So, as I've said, the negative ray, negative path entities consciously maintain first, second, third, and fourth chakra blockages, and yet uh, may be used in a dedicated fashion, as Ross says, and then may bring about contact with intelligent infinity. So, you have the first, second, third, fourth chakra blockages maintained and um, as like a coiled spring, coiled tightly to um, as the basis for root ray energy. You know, there is root ray energy coming up uh, that then um, is, is catapulted to fifth ray negative use of wisdom that may then contact six and seven and make contact with intelligent infinity some some degree of that is necessary for harvesting to 40 negative. And so this is a shock to uh, most everyone that, uh, you know, lower chakra blockages can lead you to contact with intelligent infinity. But it's uh, only used in a dedicated fashion, which really means according to the principles of the negative path. And um, some people who do negative action obviously with second, third chakra blockages, negative action, harm, control, domination, etc. against individuals, orange, against groups, yellow, are not even necessarily on the negative path, but um, they have these blockages. And so whenever we're harmful uh, to individual and group, this is, uh, you know, second, third chakra blockage. Uh, in terms of sexuality, uh, yellow or orange primary vibratory um, uh, positioning, meaning the person is mainly working from second or third chakra blockage, leads to insatiable hunger due to those blockages. And we may feel that sometimes. Uh, it's not unusual. <laughs> we all have second, third chakra blockages to some extent. And Ra explained that the drop-down in sexuality from Green Ray love-based energy transfer, sexual energy transfer, green-ray love. The drop-down occurs, obviously, when there's significant second, third chakra blockage, and um, is associated with four things. The desire to possess the other, or the desire to be possessed by the other. So, I seek to dominate and possess, or I seek to be dominated and possessed, which is, you know, dominant submission. Or, I'm afraid of dominating you, or I'm afraid you'll dominate me, which is a fear of being submissive or a fear of being dominant. Dominant submissive in the way of real negative control, not just playing playing games for, a, you know, sexual uh, turn-on, but I'm talking about real S&M. And um, that's uh, also going on, obviously that's going on in um, negative sexual energy transfers. So Ross says, when two people vibrate in this area, meaning both have significant uh, orange-yellow chakra blockages, 
there then is potential for polarization through sexual interaction, meaning they may have a negatively oriented sexual energy transfer, which is associated again with second, third chakra blockage. What, it, what happens is one person experiences, quote, Ross's as the pleasure of humiliation and slavery or bondage. That doesn't seem very pleasurable, but there are some people who find that pleasurable. Uh, and there are those who are seeking to go on the negative path that willingly, um, willingly accept that. So, and then for the other, the top, they're experiencing, quote, pleasure of mastery and control over the other. And that is then a sexual energy transfer of negative polarity. So that's a sexual energy transfer of negative polarity or a negatively oriented sexual energy transfer. And um, it happens, you know, obviously. But uh, just because some dynamics of that are going on in the sexual interaction doesn't mean that either or both are negatively oriented. It just means that either or both have, sec have second and third chakra blockage. Uh, 32.3, we probably will only finish half this session today, which is fine. From material you transmitted February 17th, you stated, Don is correcting uh, a previous mistake. Ra had said, quote, in third ray, there are two possibilities. Firstly, if both vibrate in third ray, it's not third ray. They meant fourth, or fourth ray. So I'll correct it. In fourth ray, green ray, love, center, there are two possibilities. First, in terms of sexual energy transfer, first possibility is if both are vibrating green ray, love, then they'll be mutually strengthening energy transfer. It just so happens that today they're banging on the floors below me. This is just what happens, you know. It really does this happen. If you do metaphysical work, um, the demons are upset just happens. Uh, what color, Don was wondering, you know, is this really third ray? No, it's green ray. Um, so there were two possibilities for sexual energy transfer when either or both are vibrating green ray, fourth ray. One possibility is when both are green ray or love-based, there's a mutually strengthening transfer and um, the man gets inspiration and the woman gets revitalization. And it also empowers their Blu-ray capacities for sharing, meaning their communication. So love-based sexuality improves relationship communication, obviously, and understanding, mutual understanding. And then can come trust and a deeper bond and deeper love and more green ray transfer. And there's a, there's a compounding of wisdom by love and uh, compounding or intensifying of love by greater wisdom, including communication and honest, honest sharing. And the second possibility was with if only one is green ray uh, vibrating, and in that situation um, there would be also some kind of great hunger for the one that's not really, not yet well uh, developed or activated green ray, the one with greater second, third chakra blockage, uh, the one that's green ray would positive polarize more to the positive, and the other one would would seek green ray, probably by seeking more uh, would be would have a certain kind of hunger or neediness that would come out, but that can lead to their own green ray development, meaning 
when neediness, emotional neediness comes to either partner after their sexual encounter, it may be that one of them is more love-based than the other, than the one that's need, that experiences this kind of emotional neediness, dependency, clinging, feeling, um, would experience that because they're not loving, they're not, they haven't developed love enough, self-love, green ray. And they're sort of seeking that love from the other, or from intimacy with the other again and again, or some kind of togetherness again and again, because they're seeking their own green ray activation, which means um, capacity to open heart in general. But it doesn't come from the other person. It doesn't come from being with the other person. It comes from love yourself, open heart now. The other one can't open your heart, even if you feel love with him or her. You open your heart. He or she doesn't open your heart. You open your own heart. And we, you know, uh, a loving partner can be a catalyst for our own self-healing or opening heart. But it's, the healing is a self-healing from our own opening, our, our own heart, or our own willingness to accept ourselves more deeply and be kind to ourselves more deeply and accept ourselves and as we are, rather than as we wish we were, and stop being self-punishing and stop being self-blaming and stop being uh, self-deceiving. Uh, we can, we only, only one can do that for oneself. No one can do that for you. So the clinginess that sometimes we may become or we may experience from partner in relationship that clinginess, in some ways, is that person looking to open their own love, or is to open love further for themselves. It's it's the longing for their own for for the love that they haven't allowed themselves, that they haven't yet allowed for themselves. So, um, just uh, finishing with that correction thirty two four. Uh, yes, Don was wondering, so I should change that from third to fourth. Yes, of course, Ra was talking about green ray or fourth ray. Ra says, please continue to scan for errors having to do with numberings as, you, as this concept is foreign to us, numberings, and we must translate when using numbers. So, meaning they have to kind of go from their system, which is not quantitative into their system or their way of understanding um, is qualitative, not quantitative, we may imagine. Uh, and so they have to translate their comprehension, which is qualitative, to our vocabulary, in this case of numbering, which is quantitative. Ross said, this is an ongoing, ongoing weakness of this contact due to the difference between our ways and yours. Your aid is appreciated. So they have gratitude too. 32.5. Don says, I believe that for the time being, we've amply, co amply covered Green Ray, so I am going to skip over Green Ray. Well, he didn't skip. He actually did it well. And go to Blue Ray. Could you tell me the difference that occurs between green and blue with the emphasis on Blue Ray? So this is very nice. We understand now pretty well what second and third orange and yellow chakra blockages uh, manifest or um, relate to functionally self to other self, or self to group, or group to group, 
second second chakra and third chakra. Uh, and also, um, again, not only in the power dynamics way, but within the self-to-self um, sphere, second chakra is the personal feelings uh, and beliefs about the self uh, based in body-mind identification, body-mind personality identity level sense of oneself. And all deep, dis- all distortions in mind, in my view, are based in second chakra blockage. Deep levels of um, sense of self, limiting beliefs, wrong view and um, deep level um, self-misunderstanding or self-rejection. Third chakra is more intellectual, uh, associated with one's thinking about oneself, one's thinking, um, not just feeling, but more intellectual, cognitive um, views and opinions of oneself and others and groups, and then self to group, or self and society or self and social position. So now we're going to see the contrast between green and blue. And so there is um, a dyad um, of court. This is the this is the quadrant. This is the quadrant of um, the material self and the transpersonal self. The 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 mandala, the quaternity of the 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 uh, Mandalic quaternity of the personal self and the transpersonal self is the orange ray and green and blue ray um, complex. These four centers, second and third, and fourth and fifth. And they are very related. Second and fourth are resonant in certain ways. Third and fifth are resonant in certain ways. Second is the basis for third. Fourth is the basis for fifth. Fifth empowers fourth. Third empowers or blocks further second. So this is a quaternity or a mandala of four elements. Orange, yellow, green, blue. Personal self, transpersonal self. Uh, Not yet unified self, which is the sixth ray. Ra explains, with the green ray transfer of energy, you now come to the great turning point sexually as well as in each other mode of experience. The green ray may then be turned outward, the entity then giving rather than receiving. The first giving beyond green ray is the giving of acceptance or freedom, thus allowing the recipient of blue ray energy transfer, this is Ra's talking about, the, the first giving beyond green ray is blue ray. It's a little convoluted wording. The first giving beyond green ray is a giving of acceptance or freedom. Now that's fourth ray giving, acceptance, right? But now we're talking about that as uh, allowing a recipient of blue ray energy transfer because this is, see, this is Ra's got a little confusion in the way they write here because they're, they, you know, they're splitting that which is fully unified for them. So they say, the first, I'll just read it and explain. The first giving beyond green ray is the giving of acceptance or freedom, thus allowing the recipient of blue ray energy transfer, the opportunity for a feeling of being accepted, thus freeing that other self to express itself to the giver of this ray. 
It will be noted that once green ray energy transfer has been achieved by two mind-body-spirit mind-body-spirits in mating, the further rays are available without both entities having the necessity to progress equally. Thus, a blue ray vibrating entity or indigo ray vibrating entity whose other ray vibrations are clear may share that energy with the green ray other self, thus acting as catalyst for the continued learned teaching of the other self. Until another self reaches green ray, such energy transfers through the rays is not possible. So, uh, green ray is what calls the great turning point. It's, it's the pivot of creation, or the pivot, let's say, it's actually the pivot of soul evolution. Uh, in that, below green ray, we have the sub-diaphragmatic diaphragmatic chakras, one, two, three, associated earth, water, fire very much associated with physical, emotional, intellectual, physical, emotional, mental, one, two, three, very much associated with a personal identification of selfhood, uh, tied to a sense of I am a body with feelings and these thoughts. I am a personality with the, in this body with these feelings and thoughts of me and mine. Uh, that is first, second, third chakra, uh, consciousness, identification, sense of self, very personal sense of self. Then there's the transpersonal sense of self, which starts with green ray and goes through the transpersonal mind or transpersonal identity, being blue-green, love-wisdom, the bodhisattva, to the unified... Oh my god, everybody's here today. I have now a salamander on my window after the after the, uh, it was a butterfly here for a while, it was a dragonfly here for a while, now we have a gecko or little salamander right on the same window, right two feet away from me. Everybody's interested in this talk today, it seems. So, uh, the personal self goes to a transpersonal sense of self based in um, development of universal love, universal wisdom on the positive path. Uh, when we get to green ray and above, um, and then that goes to the unified self of spirit complex, six, seven chakras, and that's why Ra said it's a great turning point uh, sexually, but also as well as in each other mode of experience, um, actually it's the great turning point in soul evolution. The green, may, green ray may then, meaning after its development, um, it may be turned outward. The entity then, then, meaning above green ray, giving rather than receiving. Ross said that blue ray, fifth ray, is the first chakra that's outgoing as well as inpouring. Green ray is not inpour, is not outgoing. Fifth ray is the first center that's outgoing and incoming or inpouring. It's transmissive and receptive, radiant and magnetic. And you can say that the basis of its magnetism is the development of fourth ray, which is receiving only. You can't give love, but you can be love. And being love is a field of pure reception. No manipulation, no intention to, um, to, to control or distort uh, the field or the other or what's occurring around us. And... Um, you know, 
we accept what is, which may which begins with accepting our painful, uh, distorted emotional reactivity. So they're banging on the, you know, this is just what happens with me here. They're banging uh, in the uh, room downstairs just today. There's never, ever happened before. Just now. Just because, you know, <laughs> there's their schedule, right? Uh, I can accept my emotional reactivity, which is, uh, you know, censored, and uh, still move through and move on. So the first acceptance or green ray um, working is uh, in self-healing, is accepting um, the nature of our distorted emotional reactivity or emotional charge. Then we can move to understanding and making peace with and forgiveness and gratitude and all that. But that comes later. So green ray then or after green ray with the turning outward uh, the person is actually giving, not only receiving, and this is the great limitation of those with love without wisdom. Those of love without wisdom, love over wisdom, the um, naive majority in the New Age community or spiritual communities being love over wisdom or based in fourth chakra and not too well uh, developed in a balanced way with wisdom, fifth chakra, um, they are taking, in a sense, they're, rece they're receptive they may be greatly receptive and deeply loving, but they can't give so much because uh, fifth ray is not so well developed, not as well developed as their green ray. So the first giving, when we really talk about giving, we're not talking about love. You can be love and that's a kind of giving, yes. It's giving or being, um, you, you see what Ra is saying is the first, the first active, the first Blue ray, the, the first manifestation of blue ray, fifth ray, beyond the green ray activation, is the blue ray giving of green ray. <laughs> so the first giving beyond green ray, being blue ray, wisdom, fifth chakra related, is a blue ray giving of the fourth ray condition, giving acceptance and freedom, giving non-control giving uh, non-manipulation, giving unconditional acceptance. So fourth ray is that pure receptivity. The fifth ray allows that to be offered out to others. So the initial development of green ray is an unconditional self-acceptance, unconditional acceptance of me and my process. And then the giving of that fit is a blue ray development to offer out to others in the world this acceptance and appreciation of their freedom, acceptance and appreciation of their autonomy to live their life as they wish without my manipulation or judgment or blame or interference. And so then the person who gets that blue ray giving of green ray, <laughs> the blue ray wisdom-based giving of the green ray uh, awareness of appreciation of freedom and acceptance and non-interference. The person who gets that transfer has an opportunity or a catalyst so that they can feel that they're being accepted, which they are, but can also accept themselves more deeply in that field of acceptance. 
that frees them or gives them a sense of freedom um, to express themselves more openly to the person who has given that non-manipulation, who has given that love or offered that love, which is really, they should keep banging as I talk more strongly. What the person uh, receives is um, uh, the freedom to be themselves, or they appreciate that they're being appreciated as they are without interference. I mean, I find I have that here in Bali. People, I talk to people that I would not normally talk to or meet who I hang out with. And sometimes they're actually happy with me. And I'm surprised because I wouldn't normally hang out with them unless I was working with them or something. Or I wouldn't normally hang out with them. But, you know, fate puts us together. And uh, I don't really have the feeling I want to hang out with you in some way. But they actually have a positive feeling with me. Basically because um, I'm more sensitive to um, accepting them as they are and um, appreciating them as they are, even though there's some not fitting. And so uh, the person who is who receives or is given unconditional acceptance, which is appreciation or respect for their free will, it's respect for their freedom, that's what non-interference is. That's what non-infringement is. Non-infringement the, the, of others, which is the heart of the positive path, is the, green, the blue ray giving of the green ray activation. It's the offering to other of one's own green ray activation. It's the offering or sharing freely of the uh, appreciation of their freedom and appreciation of them, their right to be themselves just as they are. And that's all. We may not like it even, but I'm not going to interfere, like the prime directive. And then, you know, this goes on, on, and on into ramifications of interdimensional confederation service, fourth, fifth, sixth chakra, fourth, fifth, sixth dimensional ET groups, confederation groups, with their own relative development of green ray, blue ray, with their own graded capacities for rendering skillful, enlightened service to humanity based on their own particular development and blend and balance of green ray, blue ray, or fourth chakra, fifth chakra, qualities of mind, of true mind. Uh, the degree of one's skill and service is surely related to the particular degree of development and balance of green ray, blue ray. You know, like in the book 2150, as we said this morning, the quote, the measure of a mind's evolution is its ability to accept the unacceptable. Uh, that's not the measure. You can say that in some ways it's the measure of a mind's evolution or a soul's transpersonal mind evolution, development, fourth ray, fifth ray, because... Uh, Accepting the unacceptable or what we don't like, it's not that it's unacceptable, it's accepting what's difficult to accept, is a measure of green ray activation. But in many ways, the, um, a deeper measure of blue ray activation is the development of green ray. The capacity to give very much depends on the capacity to accept. So Ra says, 
uh, once green ray energy transfer, so we're talking about sexual, once green ray energy transfer has been achieved by both people in mating, meaning in their sexual transfer, um, other ray, further rays are available for both, even though both don't have to progress equally. So one may be um, mainly green and not so much strong in blue or a blue indigo. The other one may be green enough, but they're also stronger in indigo blue, sixth, fifth ray development. And that supports the other. We see this in, in spiritual partnerships all the time. One person, I mean, you know, there are no two people that are exactly fully equally developed. There's always, there are always some differences in their relative development of chakras, particularly four, five, six. So the one that's more developed, let's say five, six, uh, will be a very fine catalyst to the one who's developed more strongly uh, green over blue, blue indigo. Meanwhile, the other one is more developed, let's say, indigo over blue-green. Um, and so they don't have to progress equally. Uh, other chakras, the, the way is clear. There are no more blocked, there are no more um, walls on the path. There's just a matter of uh, how far have you walked on the open path. The path is open from green to, vi to violet. The question is how far have you walked? Then Ra explains the blue ray vibrating entity or indigo ray vibrating entity, meaning they're basically fifth or sixth chakra polarized or based. Uh, while their other ray vibrations are clear, meaning they're not they don't have significant lower chakra blockage. They may share that energy, that energy meaning the energy of fifth and sixth chakras, with the green ray other self, meaning their partner who is mainly blue or green ray or love based in their consciousness. So called love, we, you know, the, use, the word polarized can be moral, indicating moral oriented, moral soul orientation, positively polarized, negatively polarized, can also indicate their basic vibratory condition or their what Ra called um, uh, primary vibratory patterns. So primary vibratory pattern is um, a particular chakra or ray polarization. So the one who is green ray polarized, polarized in love, um, may benefit greatly by sexual interaction with the one who is uh, polarized in blue wisdom or indigo unity or balance uh, with, hopefully, <laughs> with a strong green ray, obviously only with strong green ray development and lower chakra blockages are cleared. Uh, that's a cooperative helping relationship. And it happens all the time uh, in a um, truly uh, well-suited spiritual pairing of partners, male-female, because we're talking about energy transfers based on male-female um, gender uh, metaphysics. Mm. This leads to the, the person who's, you know, polarized in the higher centers is a catalyst for the continued learn teaching of the other self, meaning their own learning, teaching themselves. And then until, until another self, until one reaches the green ray, this kind of, en these energy transfers through the rays is not possible, meaning the, <clears throat> excuse me, the ready access to five and six and the gateway to intelligent infinity. So green ray is really, really important.
for soil evolution and for the nature of uh, sexual energy transfer and obviously for the quality of any relationship, whether it's a friendship or uh, intimacy with sexual energy transfer. Green ray is key and pivotable, pivotal and central and, you know, uh, it's the center of the bullseye, right? So you have the 7-1 chakra band, 6-2, 5-3, and in the bullseye is 4. It is the center of um, the septonate of the 7 chakra system. And in many ways it vibrates. The 7 chakras came out of the, the blue. I'm sorry, out of the, the central green, we can say. You can say that the 7 came out of the 1, or the 1 goes to the 3 to the 7. Um, you can look at the chakra 7 system of a line, a column, a vertical up-down column, as an unfolding or radiation from the central point of 4th ray. 32.6, we will end with the sexual energy transfers. Uh, just a couple more questions, and that'll be it for today. 32.6, um, Don asks, is there any difference between indigo and blue ray energy transfer? Of course there is. What's the difference? Ross said, indigo ray, 6, indigo ray is the ray of awareness of the creator as self. And that's unified self, but obviously it's not only a sense of one. It's also a sense of all is self. Indigo ray is the ray of, shall we say, awareness of the creator as self. Thus, one whose indigo ray vibrations have been activated can offer the energy transfer of creator to creator. 6-6. Six, six. <clears throat> this is the beginning of the sacramental nature of what you call your bisexual reproductive act. It is unique in bearing the allness, the wholeness, the unity, in its offering to the other self. So, indigo ray, six chakra, uh, the form maker body level, uh, higher self Atman level, love one, or realization, some initial realization of the unified self, is also awareness of creator as self. All is the creator, all is one, that one is me, or this self and the other is all the one self. That's why Ra says self and other self. And so, one with strong six chakra activation offers in the sexual energy transfer um, if the other person is green ray. See, the other person doesn't have to be indigo to get some indigo transfer. They can't fully receive or fully activate or you know their own indigo six ray yet, but they can get an indigo reception. There, that is an energy transfer quality of energy mind of creator to creator. I am one, you are one, I am all, you are all. Now, when there's lower chakra blockage, that becomes grandiosity and, and goes to the negative and becomes distortion and psychosis and stupid action. But if there's not lower chakra blockage, uh, that sense of uh, I am that I am and uh, is also the sense that you are that you are you are all totality too. Not this one, this little one over here only, but you, you are infinity too. This is the beginning of the sacramental nature of uh, sex, sacramental sex. It, this is, uh, so there's spiritual, you know, the, the spiritual use of sexuality on the positive path, 
which is green and blue mainly. Then there's the sacramental nature of uh, sexuality. Sacramental really begins with the spirit complex activation six and seven chakra. It bears allness, wholeness, unity in the offering to other self because it's um, the consciousness sphere of unity, allness, um, and a sense of uh, non-separate, non-separativeness. Non it's it's uh, you know some basic awareness of uh, of unity that all is the one creator or all is the one field of, of love light. Finally, to violet ray, what's the difference between violet ray and the others? Um, Raw says violet ray, just as red ray, is constant in the sexual experience. It's constant in many ways, actually. Its experience by other self may be distorted or completely ignored or not apprehended by the other self, or it may be apprehended. However, violet ray, being the sum and substance of mind-body-spirit complex, surrounds and informs any action by a mind-body-spirit complex. So, the seventh ray, you know, that's the seven-one chakra bound. So, violet ray and red ray, they're both constant in sexual experience. They're both constant in life experience. Constant doesn't mean unchanging. It means um, unmodifiable directly by conscious mind working. Uh, yes, it seems there are first-rate chakra blockages, and obviously a person may be out of touch with seventh-ray energetics, meaning um, non-receptive to it, but um, the nature of first-ray blockage seems more um, pre-conscious to me, and the nature of seventh-ray activation or seventh-ray reality it's not activated, it's, it's the bridge to infinity. It's the gateway, or the bridge, or the door to the infinite, which partakes of infinity, or boundlessness, or the next octave. You either, you're, you know, it's an, it's an always open door. There's no ceiling to mind-body-spirit complex. And so, but you're either, you're either there or you're not there. And that depends on six, and that depends on the working below six. So, below six chakra. So uh, it's, it's always in play. The question is, um, is there sufficient indigo ray development uh, to make contact with the violet? It's the sum and substance. It's the essential nature of the mind-body-spirit complex, but actually the mind-body-spirit beingness totality complex, the whole octave self, is... Um, is um, manifest in the violet ray condition. It surrounds and informs any action by uh, by a being. So it surrounds, it informs, and it's the substance. It's that's really where we're talking about intelligent energy. So final question for today, thirty-two eight. Do the energy transfers of this nature occur in fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh density? Meaning all the rays. It's a good question. It's like what about higher energy transfers in higher dimensions? Ross said, the rays, as you understand them, chakras, have such a different meaning in the next density and the next and so forth that we must answer your query in the negative. Energy transfers only take place in fourth, fifth, and sixth density. These are still of what you would call a polarized nature. However, Due to the ability of these densities, or beings in these densities, 
to see the harmonies between individuals. The entities choose those mates which are harmonious, thus allowing constant transfer of energy and propagation of body complexes which each density uses. So I'll explain at the end. This pro the process is different in fifth and sixth density than you may understand it. However, it is in these cases still based upon polarity. In seventh density, there is not this particular energy exchange as it is unnecessary to recycle body complexes. As I've said, I don't think there is reincarnation in seventh density. You go in and you leave. <laughs> one enters and one leaves. There is no uh, time-space-space-time dichotomy. It's not necessary to recycle bodies. There is not incarnation going in and coming out of incarnation. It's like, um, you know, it's the uh, swoon, the swoon to infinity. One is in the swoon and, and slides naturally into dissolution infinity, infinite awareness, uh, and uh, pops into the second dimension of the next octave as far as I know. Then, how about um, chakras? So, uh, this is contrary to lots of New Age folks who think, you know, who, who talk about higher who talk about chakras in higher densities. Uh, there are not many people who talk about that, but some. And Ra's saying, the seven rays, with our, our understanding of the seven rays, is really not workable to understand the rays in higher dimensions. So the rays, as you understand them, have such a different meaning in the next density. They have a very different meaning. It's very different um, in fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh dimensions um, in understanding of the seven chakras. This, this sevenfold situation is not quite going on in fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh density. And so um, they, you can't say that there's the same distinction of the seven. I, my sense is it's more been resolved into the three. There's not the sense of a septinate or a seven, but a triad in higher dimensional awareness of energy centers. It's not, I think the seven has already been resolved to the three to some extent in uh, fourth density and up. Energy transfers only take place in fourth, fifth, sixth densities. In seventh density, there's no, there's no gender d distinction. There's no, um, you know, male, female, yin-yang uh, type gender, uh, apparent gender polarity in seventh density. But there is in four, five, six. So the chakras are quite different, and they can't really, you really can't talk about seven chakras in the same way uh, as we do here when talking about chakras in higher densities. However, there are energy transfers between polarized bodies, beings, in 4, 5, 6 density, but not 7. So these are polarized. There still is a kind of polarity, 4, 5, 6, but becoming less and less. But, and, or, and, also, because there's no veil, and beings there can see uh, levels of energy consciousness very clearly. They see energy consciousness fields clearly, 4, 5, 6 density. Therefore, they know they choose a partner where there is continual energy transfer. And so that's one of the great heartache, pains, grief, loss of six density wanderers here on Earth, which is that we are separated from our perfectly suited mate uh, from 
the higher dimensional life. Perfectly suited, perfect, complete energy transfer, not only sexual, but physical, emotional, or physical, mental, sexual, spiritual transfers continually with that other being, with our beloved, um, who's waiting for us <laughs> back home. Uh, that we don't have down here. And that's a grief to Sixth Density Wanderers who seek, as Ross said, full mind-body-spirit fusion in their uh, relationship seeking. So, um, so in Fourth and Fifth and Sixth Density, because there's no veil and the awareness is so much clearer in those realms, um, excellent, perfectly par suited partners are chosen, there's constant transfer of energy, and they keep propagating the body complexes of each density, body forms, but not in seven. The process is different in fifth and sixth, because fifth and sixth are moving into the formless realm, uh, the form-based realms of fifth, of fourth, the form-based condition of fourth density uh, in the middle of fifth density, I believe, gives rise to formless conditions, and so there's not the same kind of um, propagation of body complex. In fifth, late fifth density and sixth, um, you have a mind, a mind-birthed body. The, the, it's a mind body more fully than a, a physical uh, uh, lower uh, anchoring body. The only body that's propagated in late five and six and seven is, is an energy body um, that's more resonant to mind than what we call uh, physical, material body. You know, it's, a, it's an energy field more associated with mind only uh, than, um, than aging. You know, it's, it's, um, it's a mind-made body more so than in fourth density, where there's some ability of mind to modify the so-called form physical body level form, but much less so than in 5th and 6th. Anyway, there's still some polarity in 5th and 6th density, but in 7th it's all totally different. And there isn't this energy exchange, and it's unnecessary to recycle bodies, and uh, one slides, does the great slide to infinity. So, um, yeah, yeah, the, the green ray, I mean, Ross said Blu-ray fifth ray is the first center that's outgoing as well as incoming. And so that was a shock to me when I read it. The idea that love is uh, primarily pure reception, uh, non-manipulated appreciation of freedom, but it's not necessarily the same as giving freedom or giving acceptance. It's being acceptance. So green ray is being accepting, and the first giving is Blu-ray giving of the fourth ray being accepting, which is not a giving of freedom, but an honoring and appreciating of freedom. Self-freedom, your freedom, my freedom, freedom as uh, justice and fair, uh, which is uh, based in loving acceptance and non-manipulation, non-control. So uh, that'll be it for today, for the first half of session 32. Next time we go... 32.9 through 16, talking about wonders at last. And um, more discussion of Green Ray. This is all very fine.
deep metaphysics. It's just an introduction, and uh, I hope it's been useful. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Uh, see you next time, and good night.